Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> Imagine 30, somewhat 36 years old, left this earth in such a way that he has a monument on the mall along with Abraham Lincoln, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, all of them with tears in their eyes for the departure from our democracy that is happening right now, unless... The truth is acknowledged, and this legislation is passed. Welcome back, everybody, from your long weekend. I hope you had a nice weekend. hope you enjoyed your time off. The Democrats are doing what they do best. They're going to pull the race card. They're going to poke at emotions. It's shameful that they use somebody as important in, in history as Dr. King to try to push their agenda, which is a federal takeover of voting rights. It has nothing to do with the right to vote. 70 plus percent of African Americans agree that you should have ID to vote. You need ID for everything just about in life. I don't understand why that's such a taboo subject to talk about or why it is such a problem to require to make sure that you vote as a citizen, but it's really not about that. They federally want to take over the system, and Nancy Pelosi's probably the latest example. I have a couple others of how Democrats just can't accept that they're losing. Sinema and Manchin have both decided, and they have been saying this for a year now, but they have both decided that they cannot support getting rid of the filibuster. And I have to agree with them because if you do, depending on who is in power, it's going to swing drastically in either direction. We are going to be unbalanced. The country is going to be a disaster. I agree with their philosophy on that. There has to be checks and balances just like in anything else, else in life, excuse me. And getting rid of the filibuster would be a gigantic mistake. 
And I have to say again, it is shameful how they are exploiting Dr. King's death for political gain. Nancy Pelosi, by far, is not the only Democrat doing it. I Let me give you the head idiot, and this is a real short clip, but here's the head idiot, and listen to the comparison that he makes. This statement is beyond stupid. But even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact that George Floyd's mm-hmm. death did. Can you imagine being so out of touch with reality that you would honestly sit there and say that George Floyd's death, a convicted criminal, a drug addict who was dying of an overdose, who did what for society? What did he contribute to society? Had more of an impact than Dr. Martin Luther King marching through the streets year on end dressed in their Sunday finest, no violence, no drugs, preaching God's word, all to make sure that they had a seat at the table. They just wanted to be equal. They didn't want equity. They didn't want reparations. They didn't want all the nonsense that the left is pushing. They just wanted to have the same exact freedom that everybody else had that they so rightfully deserved. And the reason he was so successful is, what did he appeal to? Because they stood up so cleanly, so strongly, with such a powerful message and a godly message, they appealed to people's hearts and people's minds, and people got behind the cause saying, absolutely, they need to have an equal seat at the table, just like everybody else, and then it is on them to make it, just like it is on us to make it. And you want to compare him, where there's statues all over the United States because of what a great, if not the greatest, freedom fighter in the entire world. You want to compare him to a drug addict who was in the middle of trying to purchase something with a fake $20 bill, was high on methamphetamines or whatever he was high on, was overdosing at the time, wanted to fight with police officers, has already done jail time, threatened a pregnant woman by holding a gun to her stomach while they robbed her. You want to compare the two? God, these people are beyond out of touch. They, they don't know what Americans want. They don't understand what people think anymore. These people are on another planet. And it's a shame that they're using a day that was set aside to honor such a great freedom fighter. They're going to use that day to attack. So Nancy Pelosi's using her day to try to say that the filibuster needs to be abolished so that way they can ram through what they want to ram through. We all know about that. What's funny is they always go back to the same tactics. Listen to what... One of your favorite Democrats from California, Maxine Waters, had to say about Sinema and Manchin just because they disagree with their stance on the filibuster because they have their own personal feelings about the filibuster. Listen to what she says about them. We have two Democrats, Manchin and Sinema. And they are holding up the Democratic agenda. They have decided uh, that they are going to stick with support of the filibuster. And they don't care whether or not they undermine the rights of minorities and blacks in this country. You know, 
Blacks have fought very hard to make this a stronger democracy. We've worked very hard for equal rights. We've worked very hard for civil rights and voting rights. And these two are basically saying to us they don't care. They don't care about us. They don't care what it means uh, to weaken our ability to participate in this democracy. And what everybody better understand is this democracy is at stake. And these domestic terrorists are organizing. The president is helping them in the way that he speaks to them. He's helping them in the way that he encourages them. And so we're in for it. So I would love to be able to come out of that Senate with uh, the votes for voting rights, but it's going to be very difficult, if not impossible. So given that reality, and you just mentioned mentioned Senator Sinema and Senator Manchin, uh, what does the party need to do? What do Democrats need to do to make something happen, to change the narrative around this particular issue, particularly as we go into the midterms? It's not what Democrats need to do. We're doing everything that can be done. It's what Republicans need to do. Why is it we don't have one Republican, not one, that will stand up for the voting rights for people in this country? And so I hear a lot of talk about our president. He's fighting as hard as he can. I don't know why people think that he can make Manchin and make cinema do what is right. They have sent this signal. They have been very clear about it. They don't care about minorities. They don't care about blacks. They don't care about people in their own districts who are there going to deny their voting rights and undermine their voting rights. And so it's not so much what can Democrats do. We're doing everything that we can. You know, I got to tell you, it really blows my mind to listen to these people talk. And either they are just so blind, they don't see what's truly going on around them, or they are part of the problem, which is what I assume most of them are. But going forward, they're going to use their classic playbook, and now they're calling Manchin and Sinema racist just because they don't want to pass a bill that the rest of the Democrats want to have passed. So now they're a bunch of racists, and this is how they're going to try to put pressure on them to eliminate the filibuster. Uh, I can't say what they're going to do for sure, but... They've both made very strong statements, and you know what they say, powers and numbers. You know, with Build Back Better, it was pretty much all on Manchin's shoulder. He looked like he was the only one stopping Build Back Better, and he stood in there under the fire. He did what he was supposed to do, but at the end of the day, he made sure he didn't pass it. As far as right now goes, at least Sinema and Manchin both have each other's shoulders to lean on for support while they're going to get a tremendous amount of pressure to get rid of the filibuster so that way the Democrats can ram through their agenda. Now, listen, Joe Manchin with the whole Build Back Better, don't think it's for the best of the country. It is best for the country, but don't think that's why he did it. One of the main things that comes out of West Virginia is coal. Yeah, coal miners. In the bill, they're going to kill coal. Build Back Better is going to kill it. How's he going to go home and explain that to his people that I'm about to put most of you out of work? So there is a little bit of selfishness in there because if – After that happened, there would be no chance on this earth that he would get reelected. So I'm sure he has his own motives, motives, excuse me, for why he did what he did. Maybe he truly is American and doesn't believe we should go down that route. I don't know. Maybe it's because, like I said, he wants to get reelected because he's got a nice cush position. The people keep reelecting him over there. So he feels that's the best way for him to stay in his current position. 
At this point, it doesn't really matter to me as long as it didn't pass. It's pretty much the same with the filibuster. As long as him and Sanima hold out and stay strong, that's what matters most to me anyways because we don't need that problem in the United States. They need to work across the aisle on these big ticket items. You need to have at least 60 votes. I like it. That way you can't ram through a lot of radical ideas on either side because Republicans' ideas aren't always the greatest either. I mean, we got to be honest with ourselves here. Yeah, we, there's a lot of Ronald Republicans up there that have pretty poor ideas just like Democrats do. So it's a good thing that you know you could stop stupidity one way or the other. Now, the next one I wanted to get into. I've consistently said that Joe Biden has made our border less secure. How did a terrorist who is a known criminal in the UK, excuse me, make his way to the United States, come through New York, make his way to Texas, and then we end up with a hostage situation in a synagogue in Texas. You want to explain that to me? How does a Muslim extremist, an Al-Qaeda supporter, Arkham, end up not only in a synagogue, but where to get the guns? Well, it was, it's an interesting situation that happened because it just sheds a lot of light on where we currently are in this country. Joe Biden has us pretty much lawless right now. Let's be honest. He's got it to the point where the borders are open. They're obviously not checking people. And these are the types of problems that you have. This is why Trump wanted a border wall. Trump wanted to stop not only the smuggling of human beings, but the smuggling of drugs and illegal crossings and people coming into the country. Why? Because you can't vet who they are. So, Arkham comes from the UK, makes his way to Texas, and now within two weeks of being in the United States, he's in a synagogue in a hostage situation. Ultimately, he ends up dead. The FBI is reluctant to call this a terrorist attack, comparing it, <laughs> which is going to be amazing. They don't want to call it domestic terrorism like they do when you have parents go to school board meetings to address what their kids are being taught. Think about what they're saying to you now, okay? (laughs) You're exercising your right to go out and freely speak. You want to know what your kids are being taught. You have problems with the curriculum. You don't like it, and you're considered a terrorist. But they're hesitant, the FBI, to call this particular situation a terrorist attack. You got to love that. Now, beyond that stupidity... There's the gun issue. So you get into the United States, you come over here and you make your way to Texas and somehow you get a gun. And like I said, you end up in a synagogue. Well, where'd you get the gun? Well, nobody knows. Nobody knows where he got the gun. They even asked Joe Biden about it. Okay. Joe Biden's response, allegedly, Art Graham purchased the weapons on the street. Now what that means, I don't know. Whether he purchased it from an individual in a homeless shelter or a homeless community, or whether, because that's where he said he was, it's hard to tell. I just don't know. The guns are, we should be, the idea of background checks are critical, but you can't stop something like this if someone is on the street buying something from somebody else on the street. 
Biden then criticized the surging gun sales in America he has witnessed during the past two years. He says there are so many guns that have been sold of late, it's just ridiculous. All right, here's here's where I'm at as far as ridiculous. I can't imagine how stupid this man is. I mean, he is just that dumb, for real. Reason I say that, you just proved our point about, about gun laws, okay? If a criminal who does things illegally one way or the other is going to go shoot up a place, they are not going to legally purchase a firearm. They're going to get it however they need to get it to do the job they want to do. Therefore, no matter how many gun laws you have, you are not going to stop these attacks. Finally, something that we can agree on. It's just you shot yourself in the foot because people that have at least a couple marbles rolling around upstairs understand that when a criminal does things, they are not following the rules. Therefore, they're going to do whatever they're going to do. So you're not going to stop it. You don't generally see mass shootings where people are using guns that they purchased legally. The majority of them, they got to search and figure out where the hell did they get the gun from. So there's no way to stop these things from happening. Happening, excuse me. However, however, if you would secure the border and you would check people coming into the United States and not act like that is something that we are doing wrong by making sure that whoever's coming here is not somebody like Akram. Somebody that came here under bad intentions. This is why you need border policies. This is why you need to check people. Everything here is a failure by the Biden administration. He should be taking full blame for what happened in Texas because it is his fault. Look, in all honesty, this is the way it would have to be. If in an ideal world where everybody's out to do the right thing, you wouldn't need guns, that's great. The only way the Democrats get what they crave which is disarming you, is for everybody to give back their guns. Again, the flaw with that idea is that anybody who's a criminal or who has bad intentions, you're not going to get their guns. So then all you're doing is unarming yourself and making yourself a victim. The reason that you've seen gun sales go through the roof is because of Democrats as well. Because in these Democratic cities where they're restricting their police officers, where they are advocating to abolish police departments, where they're lessening penalties for crimes, where they're not holding people for bail, what are people to do to protect themselves? When you could go to New York City and you can do an armed robbery and you go in and you're let out in a few hours, (laughs) I mean, what are you supposed to do? California, you can run into anybody's store you want, smash and grab and take under $1,000 worth of stuff and it's all good. You see videos of it all day long. Kids run in, run out. There's no consequences to be paid. What are you to do? You're a small business owner. Every item in there you have purchased, you've marked it up slightly. You're trying to make a little bit of money on it. You cannot afford to have somebody come into your store and run off with $1,000 worth of merchandise that they didn't pay for. 
What are you supposed to do when you got all these criminals on the streets? You've left the borders open. More drugs are flowing into the country. You have more poverty than ever before because Joe Biden is not helping our economy. So people are living on the streets. People are desperate. They're robbing. They're stealing. They're doing whatever's necessary to, to survive. But yet you're a little bit concerned and you think it's ridiculous that people are buying guns now. Oh my God, the sales are up. It's ridiculous. I just can't believe it. Oh, I can. I expect them to go higher and higher. The longer you people are in power, the higher I expect the sales to be because it's like the Wild West out there. And it really depends heavily on the state that you live in. But for the people that live in those states, a lot of them may be moving out of there, but they're still buying guns. You have so many first-time gun buyers right now. It is amazing. Go out, learn how to use your weapon, know how to protect yourself. It is your right. It's a beautiful thing. It's empowering to know that, oh man, something really bad happens. If a shooter does happen to show up, God forbid you're ever in that situation. But if they do and you're carrying, you have a way to defend yourself. Nobody wants to use a gun if you don't have to. It is a last resort. It is that moment of desperation where you have literally no other options. But in that moment, it's a lot nicer to know that at least you have that one last go-to option and you're just not one of the many lambs that are being slaughtered because the Democrats think that you shouldn't be armed. Really, these people are just dumb. They're all so damn stupid. It's it's quite amazing at times the level of stupidity that is floating around in Washington and throughout the rest of the country with the Democratic Party. (sighs) Well, it's Tuesday. I know that was a quick end there. But it is Tuesday. Um, I hope you, again, enjoyed your weekend. Hope your week started off right for you. Uh, I'll be back again on Friday. If you'd like to reach out to me, please go to littlejoescc.com. Go to the contact section. You can leave me a message like to follow me on twitter i am at l-j-c-o-n-s-e-r-c-r-n gab or parlor i am at the real little joe cloud hub i am at little joe cc otherwise have a beautiful rest of your week and i will see you again on friday